It's not a hoverboard if there's wheels touching the ground. You're listening to the Nth Cast. This is episode 60. And I'm Josh. I'm JD. Man, I feel like I'm 60. Do you? I do. Always or just right now? Just right now. Oh, why? I, well, it's the eve of my 40th birthday. That's I remember. And I just feel old. What are you doing to celebrate? Nothing. Why? Because I'm old. Well, you're going to get a lot of Decrepid. tweets. Happy birthday. Happy birthday tweets. I hope not. Oh, I hope I, so. I I actually am sorry that I mentioned it. <laughs> Do you want because, to start over? No, 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 okay. no, no. There's nothing that I enjoy less than celebrating my birthday. Nothing? Nothing. What about that vasectomy you had? Uh, that was that was a cakewalk. Didn't leave any bruising? I mean, if I have uh, another woman shaving my nuts while my <laughs> wife is in the room, why would that not be fun? I guess that's true. And that was a dry shave, yeah. <laughs> which wasn't fun. <laughs> was it at least a razor with more than two blades? No. Ooh, it was no, a- it was a single. Oh. A single dry. <laughs> like a disposable, one of the blue ones? Uh, no, it was like a uh, like an old school Bic. That's awesome. I swear it had an orange handle. That's badass. So it was if disposable. Because they, they can't use it more than once, right? Oh, yeah. I, I don't see how you could use it more than once. <laughs> well, you could try. It's one blade, and Ooh. after it's done with me, it's you couldn't even cut paper with it no more. It's done. <laughs> yeah, that blade's done. That blade is now dull. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> but enough about my nuts. Wow. How, how did that even happen? <laughs> That's fantastic. We just caught lightning in a bottle. I feel like we could end the episode now. Now that I'm 40, they hang to my knees. <laughs> you sit on them? <laughs> no, I'm not Lord Horstocles. Testicles. Lord, Te- Lord Testicles. <laughs> uh, actually, before we get started, I do want to give a shout out to Comical Podcast. And thanks uh, uh, to them. They introduced me to the Nail Biter uh, uh, comic series put out by oh, Image, yeah, 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 yeah. and that is fantastic. I remember them talking about it. I haven't. It, it was worth picking up. If you've not, I think there's at least there's at least three volumes of the graphic novels out. And wow, it is it's fantastic. Where have we been? That there's three. I don't, no, I don't know. Wow, I don't know. I figured we we sometimes talk about comic books. Sometimes. Uh, we certainly read them. And this is one of those times. Yeah. And now we're done talking about comics, so we're cool. going to move on. So we talked about your nuts and comics. What's Nut, next? Nuts, <laughs> comics. What else is on the uh, list? I don't know. Uh, pseudo retro movies. Yeah. That's the only logical direction we can go with next. I mean, that's like A plus B <laughs> equals C. On today's show. <laughs> Kids. Uh, we're going to talk about. A nifty little film that you can find on Netflix. On the old Netflix. Which is called Turbo Kid. It is. And we're going to debate whether or not Turbo Kid can be considered canon. Oh, yeah. And by canon, I mean an ode to the canon movie group, which put out some shit-tastic, I mean, fantastic movies. I didn't realize that the canon group was around... As far back as 1967 and produced movies all the way up until 1994, because I remember just mainly the the 80s and barely remember the early 90s. Me, I'm with you. Um, I remember mostly 80s. Oh, but they put out a ton of movies. Yeah. So we're going to talk about Turbo Kid, and then we're going to talk about movies that were special to us, movies that we watched when we were kids. Mm-hmm. And we're going to kind of go over which of those hold up versus which ones don't hold up. Right. And this may be the most controversial episode in the history oh. of the Nth Cast. Well, then I'm excited. It's a good thing I'm drinking. Um, I didn't know it would be And controversial. the controversy may be that we just set up 
that it's going to be controversial and we don't deliver. Mm. We and do so that. Sometimes we make empty promises. No, sometimes. <laughs> Every time. Well, you got you got to catch them in at the beginning. And then if you don't deliver, they don't remember because the content's so good. That if you don't deliver on your earlier promises, they're still satisfied. You're drinking and smoking. Mm, well, apparently. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what I do in the Nth Castle. Do you do? Sometimes. I vape. You didn't know I vape? I'm such a Since cool. when? <laughs> I don't vape. I'm not uh, cool enough to vape. I'm down to nebulize. I, I, I don't know why we don't have the nebulizer going. <laughs> well, <laughs> we can just push pause and come back. <laughs> That'd be, that'd be so much better. That's, that's an easy fix. I felt like I was on something watching Turbo Kid. Oh, you had to. Uh, to uh, f- well, no, you don't have to be to fully appreciate it. it for I those think who they don't were know, on something. Probably. Okay. Probably. Uh, for those who don't know, Turbo Kid is, I'm going to see if I can explain this and just jump in if you uh, feel the urge. We'll do. It is a ode to what I would consider I would actually put it in the realm of late 70s, 80s movies when they had those gonzo wacky movies that made no sense. Those sure. post-apocalyptic, those dystopian type movies. Um, I think it is an ode not to Mad Max. No. But to the movies that were knockoffs of Mad Max. It's a knockoff of a knockoff. Yes. Okay. But it is deliberate in its irony. And so yes, it's, it's not it's not a move it's it's a movie that's very self aware. Oh yeah. And if they're not, they they pretend to be. Correct. Mm-hmm. Uh because it's a very simplistic plot. Classic. Classic eighties movie plot. <laughs> uh, how would you describe the plot? Um, dystopian. Uh, a dyst- covered that. Yeah. A dystopian as action adventure comedy eighties film. That's how I describe it. Well, because it it is a okay. So it's as though it was shot in the eighties, but takes place in nineteen ninety seven. Yes, that was yeah. <laughs> Just, well because I remember when you're watching like Escape from New York. Yes, it's like nineteen ninety five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, or, or like Buck Rogers, the t- you know the TV show, the future, right? You know, you know nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. Like know. oh, oh. Uh, at the time, at the time when it came out in the early eighties, it's like holy shit! That's you're like so far the future. This is totally plausible that <laughs> one third of the world's population is criminals, so we've got to turn a whole New York into a prison. Yeah, yes, that makes sense. Yes, but I love the the basic plot of the movie is that water's scarce, so they're all fighting for water, and the person that has control over the water is an evil, tyrannical person, and mm-hmm. the hero. Has to fight against him. It was acid rain. Yeah. In the wasteland. In the wasteland. Acid rain that, I guess, killed how much of the population? I'm sorry. I for, it doesn't matter. It, I, reached, don't, I think it was nondescript. Yeah. Mash casualties is what the, the term they use. Yeah. We've reached mass <laughs> casualties. What, is, what does that mean? Acid rain. If that is not an ode to the 80s. When's I the last know, time you heard about acid rain? In the 80s. Exactly. Because acid rain was in in the 80s. Yes. That was a huge. And I don't even know why. I mean, how how much acid rain did you experience growing up? I'm sure all rain is slightly acidic. True. Yeah, so I, yeah, so I, I, by definition. Yeah. Um, no, but I mean, I remember hearing about it in school. Like, yeah, there's going to be acid rain falling in Los Angeles because of all the pollution. And I'm like, so people are going to have to move out of Los Angeles so they don't die because their skin's going to melt off. They made it seem like it was going to be much more of a problem than it is. Like quicksand. <laughs> when you're a kid, you hear about quicksand. You're like, there's quicksand everywhere. It's everywhere. <laughs> you know, like you got to be careful. You're going to step in quicksand. I, no, not really. Yeah. Uh, the the three stooges fell into quicksand. Yes. It's real. Yeah. It's real. The jungle it. book. In the jungle book live action film, that one dude falls in like quicksand and he goes or Princess Bride. Oh. Lightning sand. Not yeah. just quicksand. Lightning. Lightning sand. That's like quicker than quick. Yes. That's lightning quick. Totes. Which is pretty pretty damn quick. Yeah. It's like the speed of light. PDQ. <laughs> XYZ. <laughs> PDQ. <laughs> 
so aesthetically, um, I really felt. Oh, first of all, this is put out by RKSS, which is a collective of I think three directors, a cohort. Yes, uh, c- cohort. I'm just kidding. Are you going to do this? No, I'm done. We- I'm done. I'm done. Go ahead. A collective of I three directors. I thought we agreed that our off-air discussions wouldn't bleed into. <sighs> I'm sorry. Sometimes I forget. All right. It won't happen again. Okay. Now, now coll- we got that straight. <laughs> a collective of three directors. Uh, they they made a short film called T is for Turbo, about just under six minutes long. Available on YouTube. Yes, you can look it up on YouTube. In fact, before you watch Turbo Kid, I would recommend you go watch T is for Turbo. It's now, a little appetizer. The RKSS Collective, or Roadkill Superstars, as they're known yes. worldwide, it's common knowledge. Yeah, I knew it. Yeah. You didn't even have to say it, but thank you. They had made this short film as an entry to the contest that was held for the uh, first film in the ABCs of Death series. Oh. Actually, I think there, there's – there. yeah, there's only two of those now. Yeah. I don't recommend either of those. <laughs> I, I sat through ABCs of Death and – I remember some of it being enjoyable, but most of it was garbage. Really? And I always judge whether or not I can recommend a movie by weeks, months, even years later. I can remember at least some part of it that I remember enjoying mm-hmm. or it, it, it – I can't remember oh. any of I can't remember any of it. So it's like I can't That's recommend. not a great recommendation. The premise was that for every letter of the alphabet – there would be a method of death that corresponded with that letter. Like A is for asphyxiation. asphyxiation. Wow, that's creepy. Yeah, no, it was uh, – F was for fart. No, I was going to say – And who – We di- both said asphyxiation at the same time. That's creepy. Well, um, it's like our minds are insane. Well, what other mode of death? Atomic bomb? I don't know. Keep going. After yeah, fart. but asphyxiations is that. Yeah, that's a terrible way to go. That is, yeah, atomic bomb. You're just done. Sure, you're done. Yeah, asphyxiation's slow. Yeah, that's not fun. No, that's not fun at all. I'm sure I'll think of much more. And neither was that film. But anyway, <laughs> okay. they entered this into that contest, and they didn't win. Oh, they, they really? Got, no, they didn't. I'd like to see what won. Uh, no. I mean, the, it's the, actually a claymation uh, a short. Certainly. Requiem for a Tuesday. Is that what it's called? It's it's called T is for toilet. Did it have to be a T? Well, you're, every letter of the alphabet. Yeah, but did it have to be a T? Like, was that the T is for toilet, T is for turbo? Like, yes. All the T, entries T, had to be a the T? The death had to involve, involve whatever the letter of the alphabet was. Ooh, so T gotcha. is for turbo would be. You'd gotcha, be, gotcha. Or T is for toilet. The toilet killed you. The toilet was involved with death somehow. That's fantastic. It, not really. No, it sounds stellar. Anyway, they didn't win. Shocking. But what they did get was noticed. And a producer <laughs> uh, decided that, hey, would you like to make this into a feature-length film? Nice. And they did that. And so that's how that started. So I definitely recommend giving that a look. It's worth it's worth a look. It's It is that... Classic cheesy eighties inspired retro gore for the sake of gore, yes. chopping heads in half and blood, just geysers of blood flying. Well, and everywhere. very clearly switching from a human head to a dummy head to a dummy head. <laughs> it's getting like, hit with a sword or a hammer. Yeah, I mean the eighties was just full of B movie. I wouldn't even say B movies. I'm not Those C grade movies. I think like, they were A grade movies in the eighties, though. Yeah. Well, any of the trauma films, right? Yes. Any of those, but which to me, I enjoy. You all love trauma because stuff. it is what it is. It doesn't purport to be anything other than ridiculous. It's not trying to be high art. Right. It's cheap, <laughs> silly entertainment. Entertainment. Yeah. And you view it for what it is. And so watching. Turbo Kid, I kind of came at it from the same angle, except that I wanted to be a little, try to, I felt like I needed to be a little bit more critical because it wasn't 
you know, it wasn't made in the same vein of these gonzo, ridiculous lunatics that were making these crazy movies because they didn't know what the fuck they were doing. Sure. This is people that know what they're doing. They're trying to do a love letter or an ode to those. An homage. An homage, yeah, exactly. And so there has to be some semblance of respect and mm-hmm. you have to be deft uh, in your craft to some degree to be able to pull off a parody of shit. This is true. <laughs> and like, I had no idea what it was. You you said, yeah, I wanted to watch this. And so I watched it. And I was like, well, I can watch that too. Then we'll just do a show about it. And you're like, okay. Yeah, I was I was a little nervous because. <laughs> well, and I mean, it's fine. I've, story- <laughs> I've watched some shitty, some shitty movies for this show. And, and, and that's my fault. Well, I think it was. Right? I don't think you did it on purpose. I'm not. It's not like it was. Oh yeah, yeah. It wasn't an accident. Oh no, I did it for the show. Oh, okay, I did it for the show. It's just for, for entertainment. The, for the value. people. For the people. My reaction to the movies is something that pleasures you. Apparently, uh, yes. Well, when you're when you're forty, you take what you can get. Well, that's it's why. You, all, so you want to get another vasectomy to get them ball shaved one more time? It's all in the mind. Well, no, that doesn't even matter anymore. That's all slowed down. It's all in the mind oh. now. It's all in the theater of the mind. Mm. You'd like to watch. <laughs> yes, I like to watch. You had a real pretty mouth. I was a little nervous because, you know, fool you once, shame on me. Fool me twice. Fool you twice, shame on you. Yeah. At some point. Fool me 10 times. <laughs> Just uh, at, nobody cares anymore. At some point, you're going to be tired of my bullshit and go, no, 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 no. No, I'm not watching this. I know better than this. <laughs> well, I, so mean, I was a little nervous. That's why I was like a little apprehensive. I was like, mm, we don't have to. No, it's fine. I mean, I <laughs> I enjoyed the film because I was a child of the 80s. Right. Uh, and so a lot of those things that they were playing with in the movie, I was like, oh, I had one of those. I had that. I know exactly what that is. It made me feel like a kid again. Like what? Yeah. Well, like the little viewfinder that he had around yes. his neck. I was like, that was awesome. why do you have that all the time? But eventually it made sense. And like cassette tapes and Walkmans with the foamy earphones and junk like that. And the pink flamingos and the little action figure toys. And in the, in the, in the whole comic book aspect of his his hero, uh, his favorite comic book being Turbo Rider. Right. And so they had that comic book element. That was a very, I, I felt like an ode to Mega Man. Yes. Very, it was. very clearly. Very. And, and there's a, it, it, I think not only was it an ode to, those crazy 80 action movies that were just ridiculous. Uh, but it was an ode to, uh, you had the character, uh, that was like Indiana Jones. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> the arm wrestler. Yes. And why would you arm wrestle with a brand sticking out of a, a toaster on either side? That doesn't make sense to me. I, I, I don't, I don't. Cause like over the top, <laughs> that kind of arm wrestling makes sense. Cause speaking of great movies over the top, but I wonder if Over the Top was a canon movie because I know Cobra was, even though it was distributed by Warner Brothers, it was produced by canon. Hmm. I didn't know that. So, I mean, and things like that were very, I don't know, unnecessary in a normal movie, but they made sense in this movie. In the context of what they're trying to, yeah. Sure. And like, you're, you're in my bubble, kid. And Indiana Jones was Australian. Like, he had a very. Kind of sometimes accent, sometimes. Sometimes not. Which (laughs) just cracked me up. And I appreciated, I appreciated the, the, the moment when he was, when he made the fire and he was burning VHS cassettes in a 35 millimeter can. Right. I was like, I feel like they're making a statement. Yeah. By doing that. Oh, sure. That was pretty cool. It was cool. And I love that they rode Huffy's. Because like yeah, everybody rode a BMX bike. Yeah. Uh, and then because we all rode BMX bikes when we were kids. Yes. I had a green Huffy. Did you have a mongoose? Because I had, a I didn't have I had a Huffy. Didn't you want a mongoose? Oh yeah. Because that, well, that was the shit. Yeah. But in South Dakota where I was from, I feel like the you could old, afford no damn mongoose. Well, no, I, th- I don't think they sold them because we had to buy our bikes at the Walmart in a different town at the Walmart. Like they at the Walmart. The Walmart. We had to drive thirty minutes to go to Walmart. It was an excursion, and we all got our bikes there. My brother and I got matching green huffies when we were eight. <laughs> Did you get the um, those like, the those extender things uh, that went on the 
the axle, not the axle. What am I trying to say? For people when they wanted to uh, ride along. Pegs. Pegs. Yeah. What, Hell yeah, we had pegs. Did you, have you ever heard this term before? Hey, can you give me a pump? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, because we. In retrospect, that's one of the most ridiculous terms. Yeah. What does that mean? Oh, this means you're just going to give me a lift on your bike. You're going to mm-hmm. give me a pump. See, we didn't get pegs until the first time <laughs> one of us, uh, one of us, we were at the park and uh, I had just walked over there and I wanted to ride home. And so I had to sit on the handlebars. On the handlebars. Oh. That is dangerous. Not only, <laughs> shit. Not only is it dangerous, but the next day your ass hurts in the middle. Right. Not the middle, like the crack of your no, ass. No, no, no. But the middle horizontally. Yeah, so we got pegs after that. We did a lot of pegging. Shit, yeah. And yeah. then you just ride on. Did you still ride on the front? Because you could get a person on the front and on the back. Oh, yeah. But you had to be the cool, strong dude that could actually pedal with three people on the bike, you know? You couldn't do that? Oh, yeah. I could. I was okay. the biggest of my friends. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it, I loved that. And when they're like, well, you can't go scavenging with me. Um, because you don't have your own bike and she points to the pegs. I was like, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh Uh-uh, bitch. I can ride. I can ride on your pegs. And I love the montages of him like riding back and going over jumps and turning sideways on his BMX bike. I'm like, yeah. Because Mm -hmm. that's how movies would do that. (laughs) They would actually, it it, it was funny because I was thinking about, I remember like rad and in uh, skateboarding movies, like uh, uh, gleaming the cube. Oh yeah. They, they were they were deliberate in filming those portions where they could showcase uh, a professional skater or BMX person's uh, skills yeah. in the movie. And then I was like, well, what what other movies had BMX? But Karate Kid had BMX bikes. Sure. Uh, what else? I don't know. I guess because that's that was the method of transportation. Yeah. What New York? If kid. you weren't old enough to drive a car, you rode your bike everywhere. Right. You well, know. and the kids today don't ride bikes. No, they ride see... hoverboards. Yeah, <laughs> hoverboards. Well, you never. I never. Who see... thought that was a good? It's not a hoverboard if there's wheels touching the ground. What would you call it? A wheelboard? Well, it's not a hoverboard. A horizontal skateboard. What is the definition of hover? It hovers. Which means what? It, it doesn't doesn't touch the ground. Oh, I understand. If it has wheels, we had to do that in high school as a science project. We had to create a hoverboard. And so, like, you got extra credit. Like, you got an A for the semester if you made a hoverboard that you could sit on or stand on, and it would keep you in the air for at least 10 minutes. Without wheels? Without touching the ground? Mm-hmm. Where the fuck did you go to high school? I, well, I know, right? What you, what, was this MIT uh, well, the, the, extended the, campus? Only one person got it to work, and what they did was they took a lawnmower and inst- took the blades off and put one of those, like, air conditioning blade things on it. And they sat on the lawnmower and they were up for like 20 minutes until the gas ran out of the lawnmower. It was amazing. So like a... Uh, like a push mower. And they just... Really? Yeah, they souped up the motor. And so they had like... And they just put the, the well, air conditioning... So it was... The, they created a cushion of air. Yeah. It was awesome. Well, how did... You couldn't steer it, but it hovered. And huh. that was the only requirement. Kind of like a hovercraft. Did they have like the canvas around it? Yeah. Kind of uh-huh. create a because I would think you'd have to create a wider base. Yeah. To oh yeah. It, it, the it had it had um like canvas going down it and like in the cone shape and it, it it was amazing. It totally worked. And what's that fucker doing now? Oh, I'm sure. I don't know. It's probably face down in the gutter somewhere. Hopefully, blowing dudes for money. <laughs> you ever suck dick for money? <laughs> Not recently. <laughs> yeah, that's true. How did we get there? I don't know. Back to Turbo Kid. What did you, so I haven't asked your overall impression. What did you, did you enjoy it or? I, I enjoyed it yeah. and I think it's worth a look. I agree. But I'm not going to lie. There were times when it felt a little slow and the action felt a little, and this was probably deliberate, but the action didn't, it didn't feel well choreographed. And it wasn't paced well. I felt like no. the, when you get in the action I, sequences, you could have gone and like actually, but there was a lot of pausing and looking and I felt like I, well, okay. So if we compare it to Kung Fury, sure. Which was half an hour. And even that felt too long. Yes. And I think that joke kind of got old. Oh, big time. Um, I think Turbo Kid might've worked better if it was an hour long, like if they chopped half an hour. Yeah, I mean, they wanted to release it as a 
It's a full length feature film. Right. And they got it to 95 minutes, but yeah. there were parts of it where I was like, uh. Well, when you're watching it, he goes, like the way the, the story would normally work when he goes to rescue Apple, mm-hmm. you're like, this should be the end of the movie, but there's 45 minutes left. You're like, oh my God. Now, I think they wanted to end it here and they needed to keep it going. Apple is his companion that basically. Um, so he's out and about in the and, wasteland in the wasteland and she kind of bumps into him and basically puts a tracking device on his arm that he can't take off. Right. A and, slap bracelet. Yes. <laughs> Remember those? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you take the plastic, the paper off and those things were razor sharp. They were. And you just bend them the wrong way and then they don't work no more. Mm-hmm. Like a slinky. So she put this tracking device on him, and so she was able to follow him back to his lair, lair, if you will. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. It was it was weird. I, I thought she was maybe the best character. In the I whole think movie, so though. too, and I think the actress that played her, Lawrence Labouf. Yes, her name's Lawrence. Um, Is she related to Shia? I oh, I wouldn't be surprised. I hope so. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. He needs some connection to people in this world. Yeah. Well, he needs to be on this show. I, Shia, just so you know, anytime you want to come on. Really? More, absolutely. Really? Yeah. You think we can get him in studio? If not, I, we it could be a 24-hour art piece like I him tell in the you elevator. What, ne- <laughs> Next time he does a marathon of his movies, we should go. Okay. We should go. Okay. And just sit there with him. Because we've already seen them all. I probably I probably seen most of them. I have too. So what were you saying about? I need to Lawrence? get caught up on Even Stevens though. No, I've seen those all. Oh, I, all of them. You've seen all of them. Yeah, that was wasn't when there I was, an Even Stevens movie? Yeah, that's when I was a kid. That's when Even Stevens. Does it hold up? Oh wait, we're not to that. We're not segment there yet. yet. We're talking about Lawrence Labeef. <laughs> um, no, she uh, she brought this manic energy uh, to her performance. A little crazy. That I thought was wonderful. I actually thought that everyone did a. A, a pretty good performance with the exception of Michael Ironside. Agreed. I, I, oh, I thought I'm so glad just, you said it. I thought he was just phoning it in. And I, I'm a, I'm a huge Michael. Well, not huge, but I, I like Michael Ironside. Michael Ironside is a great he, character. Actor, he usually, usually brings a, a, a certain panache to his performances. Yeah, just his voice. But you couldn't even tell that it was him sometimes. It's like he's, it's like an older, larger version yeah. of Michael Ironside. Yeah, and I don't know. I All in all, I think it's worth a look. I, I do recommend giving a look, but I think you need to go into it with eyes wide open. It's not for everybody. If you appreciated those wacky-ass movies from... If you like old-school kung fu movies that don't make a lot of sense mm-hmm. and there's a lot of action uh, or some of those old canon movies um, where it's just... It's not heavy on plot, but it's just ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, and do you like gore? Because there's plenty of gore. That's the thing. The 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 one thing about this that was that I found found most fascinating is that the movie had a lot of heart. It did, and it was actually a nice story of of love and friendship. Yes. But when you got to the action, it didn't shy away from blood and guts and gore. Right. And but somehow it, it meshed and somehow it worked. And I think they got I think they got that right. Um they did. I would just say that I felt like it was a little too long. It was too long. Um I'm trying to think of what else to say. Like like I in point to your comment about the gore like an example dude gets his hand cut off and then in the next fight he gets stabbed in the stump, in the stump. <laughs> you know, just like and there's a dude oh there's like uh we're gonna pee and then dude gets cut in half with a saw blade you know it's i mean it's just unnecessary the the character of skeletron skeletron which is this big brute riding a bmx bike yeah shooting saw blades uh the Indiana Jones dude, his BMX bike had a sidecar. It did. It just it was cracked aw- me it was up. awesome. <laughs> and like tassels on the handle. It was great. Um, but all in all, no. G- give it a look. Yeah, if you're a fan of movies, if you're a movie nerd, yeah. 
I think you need. I think you definitely need to give it a look. And, and it, it's on Netflix right now. And if you were alive in the '80s, there's a lot of toys and things that you played with as a oh, kid yeah. that'll be nostalgic. You'll see the Rubik's cube, the viewfinders, just a bunch of stuff in it. Every all throughout the whole movie, I'm like, oh yeah, oh yeah, I had that. Oh, I was stuff. Like, it was cool to see that and just to kind of go down memory lane and remember what it was like being a kid. If you're a fan of kung fu movies, these uh, same collective RKSS. Uh, you can go on YouTube and go to their channel. I think it's RKSS TV. They mm-hmm. have a series of short films called Ninja Eliminator. <laughs> and they're about five to six minutes a piece. There's three of them. Ninja Eliminator 1, 2, and 4. There is no 3, which what? is the joke. And I think that's hilarious. It's a great but joke. If you liked horribly dubbed old school kung fu ninja movies they'll be right up your alley so check it out <laughs> check it out he wears the bandana like daniel in karate kid <laughs> yes. but he walks around without a shirt just a vest so great <laughs> in a leather vest just a leather vest blonde uh uh with a stash m- almost like a mullet type thing Between her with the yeah. yes with the uh porn 70s porn mustache and he likes to pet goats i don't know it's it's fun. It's fun. Yeah. It's fun stuff. Good for them. Ninja Eliminator. Yeah. We like that kind of crap though. <laughs> Good stuff. Now, on to what may be the most controversial segment in the history of the Nth cast. But we're not debating. It's not our Oh no 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 okay, no no cool. no. We're we we're 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 doing lists because I know you're fond of lists. Are we doing a list? No. Um we're just going to have – and probably not a, a long discussion. No. But uh, – I think want, we should start with ones that don't hold up. Okay. Versus ones that Fair. do. Fair. Fair. And since we're different generations and since you're about to turn 40 and I'm not <laughs> – just kidding. <laughs> I'm just saying we'll have a different list. I well, feel like I should be using my time more wisely. I think this is the best thing you've ever done in your 40 years. Um <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> I'm just All right, so hit me with some hit me with some knowledge. Okay, the very first one I thought of when we when I came up with this idea and it wasn't a great film, but it was very popular and a lot of people liked it when they were kids. It's Blank Check. <laughs> okay. Fuck. I'm starting slow. When were you born? <laughs> right. Okay. So when you're a Disney kid, movie. Right. Disney. When okay. you're a kid, the thought of someone giving you a blank check and you cashing in for a million dollars. A million dollars. You're like, holy shit, a million dollars. This is really not that much. So he buys a mansion and you know he gets all the cool stuff that you want as a kid. It's got a slide from his bedroom into this pool, which isn't really a very big pool, right? So I, I didn't remember I remember it fondly. And then I watched it a little a couple months ago with my kids, and I'm like, this is hot garbage. <laughs> This is awful. How did I ever, ever like this? And it has Tone Loke in it. Why the fuck is Tone Loke? Well, well, hang on. But but it has Karen Duffy. It does have Karen Duffy, which is another thing that doesn't hold up. This (laughs) eight-year-old has what they want you to believe is a romantic relationship with like a 30-year-old FBI agent. You know what I'm saying? What's wrong with that? She gives him a very passionate kiss at the end of the film. And, you know, as you know, I'm sure most kids my age, that was the very first time they ever had an orgasm while watching a film. Because Your first orgasm. Oh, mine, came. Was, mine was way before that, you know. But it just doesn't hold up. It's ridiculous. And I'm watching it now. I'm like, oh, my God. How did this movie get green lighted? Because this is just so stupid. What was the name of the butler? Oh, I don't remember. Wasn't he a stand-up comedian? He was. And I, the only thing I remember about him is he says, what you do on to impress your date is when you go to an all-you-can-eat buffet, line your pockets with plastic Ziploc baggies because it doesn't say all-you-can-eat here. So wow. You, <laughs> right? Wow. Isn't that awful? As... So that was my first one. Why don't you give us one? Um. <laughs> well, I kind of narrowed my list... And I've only got a couple for each category because I didn't want to go forever. Because yeah, I didn't want to do like go Oh, there's so many. Late into the night. Surely. Um, both of mine are going to be – actually, all of mine are going to be from the 80s because I'm a child I think that's of great. the 80s. I think that's great. Mine are from the 90s. The, the first one is a very logical choice for me. Okay. 
not that the remake that was recently done is any better. Oh. And not that the sequels are any good. Oh, no. But the original RoboCop doesn't really hold up. But I feel like I must explain my caveat. My caveat is that the social commentary aspect, the the satire, absolutely holds up. But it is the effects that don't ultimately hold up. Mm -hmm. Because those, and I don't know, I'm trying to decide if it was meant to be that shit-tastic at the time. Or are the effects, because the practical effects were good. Sure. I'm just thinking of the, specifically the Ed 209, that stop motion, very Jason and the Argonauts. Sure. And now, the more I think about it, you know, am I wrong for putting on a, I don't think I'm wrong, it's an opinion, I can't shouldn't be wrong and having an opinion. No, you're not. But that's the most irritating thing when people ask you your opinion and tell you you're wrong. No, motherfucker. That's I'm allowed not, to have my own opinion. You can't tell somebody they're wrong when you ask them their opinion because it's their opinion. <laughs> if you're asking someone to state a fact, that's a different story. Yeah. But my opinion is that I, I'm not so sure that an audience today can really appreciate uh, RoboCop uh, the way that it would have been appreciated when it came out. I, I mean, I, it still, it still holds a special place for me. And again, I'm coming from a place of movies that I was super excited to see when I was a kid and ate that shit up like candy. When I finally did get to see it and thought it was the coolest thing ever. Sure. I go back and watch it now. And it's like, ugh. I still like Peter Weller's performance. I still like, uh, uh, what's his name? Plays Clarence Boddicker. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus. I just, <laughs> no, it's not I, Jesus. His name just, no, it's not. <laughs> it's just, his name just escapes me, uh, uh, for the moment. Uh, I still like that performance. I still like the overall satire. Sure. But it's just, I don't know. It's just the effects just, it, it just took me out. And I don't, again, I don't know if it's was meant to be that way, but I, I don't think it was. It's just, I, I watched it, uh, tried to watch it again recently and mm-hmm. the parts where it got to the, uh, animation effects, it just took me out of the story. I got you. And so that's, that's the first on my list. And uh, I don't know. Uh, no, I think that's a great example, you know, and when we were doing this, I had a, a rule that movies about like internet things and stuff like that don't count. Oh, no. Like the they net can't. and hackers and shit like that. Like the net sucked when it came out. It did. So, and so did hackers. So, um, I, I, I've been debating. Hackers a word. wasn't that bad. That's true. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> I've been debating, um, in, I think here comes the controversial part. Oh, Jesus. So here we go. You're going to hate me. Probably. Um, The original Batman. Mm. I don't think it holds up. I really, and I've I've said that a lot and everybody gets mad at me. I want to hear why. Explain to me why. Explain to you why. Explain to me why better than I explained RoboCop doesn't hold up. (laughs) Okay. The only thing I think that the people remember it fondly because of Jack Nicholson's performance yes as mm-hmm. the Joker and that holds up that would work in any movie ever that okay. that would be great that's fair but michael keaton as a batman not good um you know he didn't he didn't come off as a convincing multi-million multi-billionaire bruce wayne i didn't think gotham was dark enough or evil enough and some 80s action movies like Die Hard and action movies from that time, the action holds up and it's it's cool and you could still watch it today and feel like that. But I feel like when you watch that movie, it's not 
it's not sure what it wants to be. And I know it's the beginning of comic book films and it's one of the first ones we've had in a while since like Superman and stuff like that. But I don't know. And maybe I'm spoiled because I grew up with a different Batman. Like when you're talking about, what is that? Uh, neighbors where they're comparing the Batman's like, no, I'm Batman. And like, I'm Batman. You know, I guess I'm more used to the Batman now because I was more my formative years when I saw them. So I just doesn't hold up for me. And I go, I went back and watched it and I'm always disappointed every time I watch it. Like, ah, that's not as good as I remembered it being. So, and I think maybe it has to do, you tell me because the, uh, the newer ones exist. I mean, is that, I mean, I mean, and that may not be fair, but I mean, it is, I think it's better than the Val Kilmer ones. So <laughs> a lot of things are, <laughs> this is true. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. It so just, like it feels the, dated. If the dark Knight trilogy didn't exist and we're not getting about to get more Batman, mm-hmm. would, would it feel, do, dated? do you think that you would feel the same way? It's like, I don't, I don't know. know if we can, uh, clearly I don't think we can answer that. Um, I would, th- I would, I think yes. Because I think the one thing that makes it feel dated to me is it it feels like it's not like some movies from that time you feel like would be kind of evergreen. You could watch it any time. It doesn't feel like a period piece, but this feels mm. just like it's an 80s, straight up 80s movie. And all 80s movies, you know, they're 80s movies. So, but sometimes they're supposed to be 80s movies, but Batman, I'm not sure. Well, what about the original Batman stuff, the Batman 66? How do you feel about that? I love it. I think yeah. that's because I think that's more self-aware and the you know, the pow, bam, mm-hmm. whap, and I, Adam West, how could you go wrong? Oh yeah, truly. So do you think, do you think that has everything to do with it? This, this whole concept of being self-aware, which, you know, ties into Turbo yes. Kid being, being self-aware of what your roots are and what you're trying to, uh, and you're not trying to parody something. You're you're doing it, like I said, an homage. Yes. Uh, so you feel like the '89 Batman was just trying to be its own thing. Mm-hmm. It wasn't trying to. It was trying to be Batman. It was trying to be se- overly serious. Yes. It didn't. It didn't achieve the Batman tone that it was going for. So it either needs to be like the goofy '66 Batman or like the Dark Knight. And mm-hmm. I felt like it was kind of. It was, it was lukewarm. It, it couldn't decide which way it wanted to go. And I don't know. That's just my opinion. I've thought that for uh, a long time. I mean, though. no, that's fair. I mean, I don't, I certainly don't hate you for the opinion. Yeah. Uh, of the, of the two Tim Burton's. Yeah. Which one do you prefer? I prefer the one with Catwoman and Penguin. So Batman Returns. Yeah. Do you think Batman Returns holds up? Yes, I do. Now, why would that hold up? But uh, because of the, the other characters. I don't know. I, I think the setting was better, the setting of the movie mm-hmm. and the, the, I don't know, Gotham just didn't convince me in the first one, but in Batman Returns, I was convinced that Gotham was like this evil dark place and, okay. you know, a crime all the time and things like that. So hmm. I don't know. I could be wrong. No, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, So the second movie for me that doesn't hold up that I was just crazy gaga for when I was a kid is the movie crawl. Oh God. Have you seen crawl? I've seen crawl. Have you yeah. seen it recently? No, I haven't. It, don't. Okay. Cause it's not good. Cause I have fond, fond memories of crawl and it, you should keep those and not ruin those fond memories. I'm learning that. Don't watch movies you liked as a kid. Now just don't do it. Yeah, that's probably a good rule of thumb because nine times out of ten, you're probably going to be disappointed. Sure. And there's nothing more disheartening than remembering something being cool as shit and talking it up with some friends that have never seen it before. Mm -hmm. And then you tell them, hey, you should really check this out. And then they come back and like, eh. Well, what's even worse is when he's like, hey, I'll watch it with you. And then you watch it and you kind of look at them and you kind of think to yourself, why the fuck did I recommend this? And you, go, But you got to play it off. Oh, yeah. You're like, God, wasn't that great? Mm. Wasn't that so good? Yeah, no. So Crawl. What, that came out, what, like 83, 84? Uh, Crawl came out in the mid-80s, okay. I thought. Cool. 
Uh, but it, I mean, I remember it being super cool. I mean, it is a s- straight up, s- I would say sci-fi fantasy. Uh, but in retrospect, you've got this, this beast that's unstoppable. Yeah. Except for this six sided blade. Yes. Called the glaive. The glaive. Yes. What the fuck. And you've got to. How is that even practical you gotta pull to use it, ever? You got to pull it out of hot lava. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To you? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> no. 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 Okay. No. No. I could totally see that holding no. up now that you talk about it. No. And the princess really wasn't, you know, as they'd be like, oh, that's the princess? Eh, keep her. Eh. I'm good. I'll go save a different one. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going to go. I'll go save Princess Peach. That's right. You I'll, keep this one. I'm gonna take door number two. <laughs> yeah. Uh. It. Yeah. Okay. That's this interesting. It just doesn't work. Nice. It just doesn't work. I mean, you've got Liam Neeson in it, but any Liam Neeson movie where he doesn't murder the shit out of people oh, is not. Can't be good. It's not gonna hold up. No. He he didn't start getting good until he was like in his mid thirties. Right. Before then, nah. Nah. <laughs> I agree. And then the Cyclops in that, that eye. Oh, God, yeah. But it was directed by Peter Yates. Now I really want to go watch it again. I'm not going to, but I kind of want to. I tell you what, if you do, we'll we'll just tear the shit out of it. Sweet. That could be an episode. That'd be a great episode. We could could live watch that one. How would that be? I'm down. Oh, Oh, my God. For it. Live tweet the whole thing. Yeah, so that that's my second one. Okay, I, I loved that when I was a kid. I yeah, I remember shit. loving it because those guys in the in the 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 black, uh, almost like the 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 stormtrooper, not stormtrooper, but on the Death Star, the ones that uh, that that pull the lever that pull to, the lever to, yeah. to detonate. To fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, those guys reminded that, and they were walking like on the wall, yeah. going going up the wall, just walking. Oh, it was. I like I it. I was a stupid kid that thought that was awesome. This is the coolest shit ever. Fucking hey, and fucking like, hey. Why did this get made? <laughs> oh well, let's talk about redeeming movies then, please. Let's. Do you want to go first? Let's get over with this. You want me to tired. Go you want me to go first? I wish you would. Okay, the first one I thought of immediately is The Sandlot. Oh, that movie is so good. Yes. What year did that come out, dude? I don't even remember. I'll Google 90, it. I'll Google it while we're talking. Ninety three. I think so. But uh, I I got it. 93, yes. I got it for my kids for Christmas. Shit, I got it right. Yeah. I got it for my kids for Christmas because I loved it when I was a kid. And so they're like, can we watch it? So I sat down and I watched it. Yes, you can. And I was like, oh, my God. This is so good. Killing me, small. This is still so good. Like, uh, and there's lines now that I didn't catch as a kid that today I just think are so funny. <laughs> like uh, when Yaya is talking about squints, it's like, what the hell, guys? We've been waiting here forever. And Yaya goes... Yeah, Squints was perving a dish. I just, (laughs) I lost my shit. I lost my, shut up. Yeah, yeah, you were. You was swooning and your tongue was hanging out. And I just, I laughed for like 30 minutes. It was so good. Who calls a lady a dish anymore? Perving a dish. What? I've got to use it. (laughs) But, and then when they're trying to get the ball back from the beast, I, I'd seen it hundreds of times, but still. I was like, oh, my God, are they going to do this? This beast is terrifying. <laughs> and, it's going to eat their nuts. Oh, it was so good. <laughs> I was like, oh, anytime they want to watch it, I'm like, yeah, we can watch that. That's awesome. Sure. So That's the awesome. Sandlot holds up better now. <laughs> there, There's one for me. You got one? Yeah. Uh, again, going with the theme of movies that I absolutely loved when I was younger. Uh, do they hold up today? Yeah. And the first one that I chose was Big Trouble in Little China. And I watched that recently with my, um, your eldest about to be 12. Yeah. And, uh, he loved it too. Dude, that's so awesome. And that did my heart proud. I can't wait to show that to my kids. They're not quite old enough. I mean, the effects, again, I think the context is, the the method in which the story is told, the the type of story that's being told, uh, the effects can still hold up. Yeah, and to me, it holds up because it's meant to be lighthearted and goofy and fun. 
It's when you have something that's serious or takes itself too seriously that if it had effects that just don't work anymore, it takes you out of the element. And so I think mm. tone has a lot to do with it. Sure. And the tone of this movie was was pitch perfect and and constant throughout and a rock and soundtrack because John Carpenter doing his own music, it, I would listen to him. In fact, he's done some compositions recently that – He's he's like released an album and it's it's awesome. Really? Yeah, I can't remember the name of the I album. I didn't know that. That's awesome. But yeah, even in his his later years now, he's still composing music. And a lot of people I don't think know that he composed most of the music for most well, composed the music for most of his movies. And it's a very electronic soundtrack. Uh, and that's something we forgot to mention about Turbo Kid is oh. the soundtrack was awesome. Awesome. Uh, 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 Le Matos yes. was the name of the uh, group. In fact, one of the guys that's that makes up Le Matos was the cinematographer for Turbo Kid. So, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. You can find you can actually find their music um, uh, all on SoundCloud. So mm-hmm. you could go listen to it now. And I think the Turbo Kid theme is out there and they've done some other stuff. Um, I don't think they did anything for Kung Fury, but it's the same kind of retro eighties electronic, um, uh, just, uh, makes you want to roll the sleeves up. Oh yeah. It's just just awesome. But that was something that really stood out to me about Turbo Kid. Um, but no, getting back to big trouble in little China. Uh, I feel you watch it right now. It holds up. The performances hold up. The effects hold up. The story holds up because it is what it is, and it doesn't try to be anything else. Yeah. I like it. I agree with you strongly. Um, I was I debated on my second one because there's some obvious ones that everybody knows holds up, like The Princess Bride. You can, nobody can say that that shit doesn't hold up because it does. But I'm going to go with The Usual Suspects. That movie still holds up. Even though you've seen it a bunch, I mean, I haven't seen it a bunch. I've seen it, you know, maybe 10 times. But you go back and you forget the details and things like that. And Kevin Spacey's performance in the movie and Benicio Del Toro and the Baldwin. I mean, that dude is crazy in the movie. And (laughs) what's the other guy? Oh, Gabriel Burns. Yeah. It's just a great movie. And I love showing it to people who haven't seen it for the first time. And some people figure it out. Some people still don't. But every time they watch it, they watch it like, you know what? That actually was a really good movie. And it came out a long time ago. So it came out in the 90s. And I loved it as a kid. So that's my other one for one that holds up. So The Usual Suspects. If you haven't seen it, I don't know what's wrong with you. But I still think it holds up. You should see it again. Give me the fucking keys. You fucking got <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Give me the fucking keys. <laughs> Give me the fucking keys. <laughs> and, see, and they're just laughing. Yeah. <laughs> they're just laughing. It's so good. It just, it cracks me up. Uh, was that one of the first films that Brian Singer, Singer directed? Uh, it's entirely possible. I think it, I think it's one of the first. I don't think it is the first, but it was one of the first. So I'm a little disappointed. Why? Because I was actually going to use The Princess Bride. Oh, shit. As the number one movie for me that holds well, up. But that's okay. No, I didn't mean to steal your thunder. No, 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 that's okay. I really Because I think, I think you're absolutely right. I don't I, – I think that should always be in the category of things that there's no debate as that's, to whether or not it holds up. If that's not a classic – I don't yeah. know what is. Well, yeah, and and so I, I loved it as a kid. Yeah, and I love it now. Yeah, and we rewatch it at least once a year. You have to, and every time you watch it, it gets better. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing about it that uh, that ages. There's a shortage of perfect films in this world. There is. There really is. And I think that would certainly be one of them. There really is. Yeah. And, you know, maybe that has something to do with that there's not a ton of what you would say, uh, which you would call digital uh, effects. Sure. Uh, Most of it is practical. Yeah. The only effect that's where it helps. When she jumps out the window (laughs) and you're like, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right. But again, 
in the context of the story, it works. Oh, yeah. And will always work. And then Wesley just falls. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, I remember just being crazy about that. Yeah. When I was a kid, even though I had kissing, and that's kind of gross. Is this a kissing book? <laughs> uh, but that's something, what I love about it is that you can share it with your children. Yes. And it, it's just, it's just a classic. It's yeah. just a classic. And maybe it shouldn't be on my list because I think you're right. Uh, maybe that was just uh laziness on my part. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I shouldn't. So have maybe said. I can think of another one quickly while you're, I'm sorry that I said anything, but like, no, it's okay. The, the scene where they're sword fighting Indigo and Wesley and they're doing the music goes along with them sword fighting. I still remember that every day. And like, you can quote that whole scene and everybody who's seen the movie, a bunch can do all the moves and like the back and forth of that movie is just so good. It's just, it's, that's one of those movies. Like anytime it's on or anytime anybody says, let's watch the princess bride. Hell yeah. Okay. I'll pop the popcorn. Yes. Let's get it done. And get me a soda pop. Soda. A soda pop. Soda. So yeah, I'm sorry that I stole your. No, it's okay. And I was sitting here trying to think, well, can I quickly think of something? Uh, I don't want to waste anyone's time. Sure. But I just had a thought. Ooh. I also loved Van Damme movies. When there I was it is. A kid. Okay. And yes, I was hoping. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I would go and watch them in the theater the night that they were released. Up until after Time Cop, oh, Sudden Death. I think Street I stopped Fighter. doing that. Street Fighter? Yeah, I went and saw Street Fighter. Oh, yeah, I did theater. too. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I remember loving Bloodsport. Hard Target as a little bit later, but my absolutely absolute favorite out of all the Van Damme movies was Lionheart. There it is, and I haven't seen it recently, so I can't. I have. Have you? Does I it have. hold up? Uh, better than you would think. Really? Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Hmm. You know the French Foreign Legion. Nobody <laughs> still has any idea what the fuck that is. What is the French Foreign Legion? Is it real? It I, is real. It is real. People, it is real. And so what is it uh you join it if you have like a criminal background? Is it like is it like taking on the black? Kind of, but and like you don't have to be a French citizen to join the French Foreign Legion. Oh, it's the Foreign Legion. Exactly. Huh. So it's what, So this podcast goes south. <laughs> you know what we're doing. So we're gonna we're gonna go join the They'd make a shave though and sleep in a box. As long as I don't have to shave my balls. That's right. Well, they'd shave it for you mm. with a one blade razor. Uh, but it does hold up. Like the fight scenes in the pools and shit like that. You just still, you're like, yeah, this is awesome. I really feel like we need to do a Van Damme retrospective. I really do. We're going to make him say Mate? No. Bolo Young? <laughs> Bolo Young. <laughs> have you yes. seen have you seen Bolo Young recently? No. He's is like, he still alive? Yeah, he's not young anymore. I thought he would have died of a heart attack. He's Bolo. Oh, how is he alive? Because, you know, juicing has a negative impact on your uh, cardio, cardiac health. But he absolutely <laughs> perfected the shake your face after you punch somebody. <laughs> <and you're> just, <laughs> we should so definitely... We should definitely do um, noted a Van Damme retrospective. The bet's all on Attila. Okay. Wrong bet. Man. Wrong I'm bet. looking forward to that. Yeah. That's that, sounds awesome. like, that sounds like some fun. Yeah. But we're going to have some fun this weekend. Yes, we are. And we're going to be in Dallas at the Walker Stalker Con. Mm-hmm. Um, and we would like to see you there. I would love to see you there as well because I'm going to be there. Are you? Yeah. You're going to be there. Both days? Yes. Okay. So come on out. Please. Check out uh, check out the website. Uh, oh, actually, I saw that uh, Glenn is going to be there now. <gasps> they just announced that like yesterday. Son of a bitch. Yeah. So hit us up. Uh, I'm Josh at Enthcast on Twitter. I'm uh, at Enthcast Metal <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> that literally threw you for a loop, didn't it? Like, yeah, what are we doing? Oh, what, what, what? what are we doing? <laughs> Email, Twitter? Both hands on? on top of the table, please. Stop shaking the equipment. Nothing's shaking. Or you can email us. I'm josh at enthcast.com. I'm jd at enthcast.com. Let us know if you're going to be there. Yeah, we'd, we'd like love to, to see you. Definitely uh, 
We'll totally let you buy I almost us a drink. said that we definitely uh, want to hook up. And it's like, no, that's not... Uh, this is not the preferred that, nomenclature. No, it's... Well, no. No, it's not... Not for what you want to do. No. No. <laughs> Steven the Brit will be there, and uh, he would, for sure, yeah, want to hook up with you. Definitely some uh, on-top-of-the-clothes stuff. Yeah. Uh, Heavy sure. petting. Is that what they call it? Mm-hmm. Outer course. Out- <laughs> Are we going to do this again? No, we're not. Good. But remember... If you're going to do anything, do it to the nth degree.